we are on a mission to help lawyers and law firm owners maximize wealth and achieve financial independence. Welcome to The Lawyer Millionaire with Darren Words from Words Financial Services. In this podcast, we will help you build wealth, minimize your taxes, and plan for retirement with money management strategies designed for the legal profession. Join us in this journey where we help you manage your money so you can make the most of your future. Start feeling confident in knowing you are well prepared for retirement and on track to financial independence. Now on to the show. Are you curious about shaping an invigorating retirement journey? Retirement is often thought of as a golden phase in one's life, but for many, the transition involves a mix of excitement and uncertainty. Our guest today helps individuals embrace this new chapter with confidence. Hello, and welcome back to the Lawyer Millionaire Podcast, where we delve into topics that matter most to law firm owners like you. I'm your host, Darren Wirtz dedicated to guiding you through your financial journey. And I apologize to our guest today. I'm dealing with a cold, and so my voice is um, unusually deep today. (laughs) Anyway, today our special guest is Denise Henry. Denise is a certified retirement and transition coach, and she specializes in helping individuals approach retirement with confidence and enthusiasm from the non-financial side, which is fascinating. And in this episode, we're going to dive into all of that and talk about what all of that means. Denise, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Darren? Uh, well, you know how I am. I, I, I'm <laughs> sipping tea here and hoping my voice uh, makes it to the end. <laughs> but... Uh, Let's talk about you, and you do something very fascinating and interesting. I'm curious. Uh, tell us about your background and what led you to becoming a retirement and transition coach. Wow, that's a great question. Um, do you know that we all have our careers in the first half of life? And I had a career in corporate Uh, America and working in the financial industry, actually. Um, And as I was uh, in my 40s, I thought, you know, there's something else that's calling me. And I became an executive coach working with corporate clients. And I did that for almost 20 years until um, one day I realized that I had something calling for me to do something else. I walked into the house and I'll never forget that day when I told my husband, I think I'm done. And I had to, oh, and wow. me, I, you know, what am I going to do next? Um, I was taking care of my parents and I had a teenager um, that was moving on to college. And I said, you know what? I've got to figure out something new and different. Hmm. So my story goes where I actually retired in the worst of ways. And that is I just came out and said, I'm done. And I didn't really have a plan. So because of that, I learned a lot about what it would take to come up with that smooth transition for people, other people, because I experienced it first. So with that help of other coaches that um, were my friends and colleagues, I was able to figure out how to do that transition. And I thought for myself, maybe I should share this with other people. Yeah. So you made all the mistakes. So that everyone, could, <laughs> you could then teach others what not to do 
That's interesting. I mean, you must have really wanted to get out and do something different, to just kind of leap blindly into the abyss there. What was that like? <laughs> well, it was scary. I can tell you that. And it was um, also very lonely because everybody else was still working. Everybody else was still carrying on with the lives that they had. And I had to figure out what I was going to do that had meaning as opposed to sitting around and watching TV like some people do when they retire. That wasn't for me. So um, I was able to cut them up with an Right, right. Absolutely. Now... What does this mean, being a retirement and transition coach? What does your work look like now? And and what, just kind of briefly, a, an overview of what you're doing with your clients and, and the process that you're kind of taking them through. So what we do is I get to know my clients and I help them get to know themselves better. And I think that's the biggest solution for having the transition that we need to uh, take in life is because we have to figure out what's important to us, what our values are, and how we want to have the end of life look in, in the rearview mirror. So that's where we come up with uh, ways in which to pull that out of each one of my clients who are individuals and unique in their own way based upon their own life story. So I actually help them create a new story, rewrite the new story for the life that they want to live. So you mean people don't just automatically know these things about themselves. It takes it takes your assistance it takes the assistance of a third party. Tell us what about that. I mean, is that is that a real thing? Like like we need that that counseling. How are you able to kind of pull that out of people, help them discover you know, what are their true desires and passions and, and values? And, and and why don't we know that automatically? What 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 is there? What's happening? So the truth is, we're habitual human beings. We do things the same way all the time. Driving to work every day, you might take the same path. But the thing is, sometimes when life throws us a curveball or we choose to do something different, we have to figure out what needs to be different. There's plenty of books out there that people can read to learn information. And there's programs and there's workshops and there's friends, friends that have gone through this process before. But sometimes, even me, who read, I read lots of books, sometimes it doesn't sink into what is what right for me, what my answer is. And so I help people dig deeper and find their own true answers to who they are and what they want to do. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think it's really difficult to identify some of those things all on our own. There's so many distractions. There's so many directions that we think we should go in. Um, so I'm glad that you are able to help people through this process because a lot of people need this help. I see it all the time in retirement planning. Um, I think a lot of folks are afraid of retirement because they don't have a vision for what that looks like. And maybe retirement is not something they're really looking forward to for that reason. I want to ask you about some of the common struggles people face when they first enter retirement. Can you tell us about that? 
Absolutely. Well, with your help, I know that people have their financial situation in place. And that's usually the biggest struggle for the common person that, that moves into retirement is, what is my finances um, going to look like? And am I prepared with that? But even with the financial plan, I say that there's a lot of other elements that make up retirement. Retirement is not like what it used to be. People used to retire and that meant relax and kick back. People today are living longer and have more interest in things like health and well-being. And so with that said, the activities might need to be different in order for them to choose what it will mean for them to have that meaningful and purposeful life that they really want to have. So um, I absolutely help them through that process of designing what they want it to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's it's a difficult thing to really identify those aspects. Why are you know some of the more like deep reasons that people are afraid of retirement or that it's such a difficult transition? Well, I'm sure that you'll uh, know that this makes sense, but the number one struggle that a lot of people have, especially when they're successful um, in life with their career, is that they have an identity uh, crisis. And that just means that I believe that I am who my my role is in life. I, I was a coach. I was an executive coach. I worked with amazing people. What do I do when I sit at home and I don't do that anymore? So who am I? That's one of the biggest struggles that people um, face. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. I was just gonna say that some of my clients have realized that they are not exactly what their role is, but some of their strengths that they used in that role can still be used in the rest of their life. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think that's very true for law firm owners. Um, <clears throat> it's true for lawyers in general, but especially if you own a practice and your name is on the practice. I mean, this is part of who you are. It's your identity. And letting go of that can be very, very challenging. Of course, there are some people that, you know, the, the, the strange ones that it's no problem at all. They're like, I want to retire early. Get me out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and you mentioned they're kind of retooling and using your talents and your skills in kind of another way. Tell us a little bit more about that. So um, there's this beautiful book called From Strength to Strength that was written by um, Arthur Brooks. I'm looking at it on the floor. And so what he describes is that we have some amazing strengths that we use in the first half of our lives. But we'll notice that as we get older and more mature, that those strengths change a little bit. But we can transform what our um, inborn strengths and, and talents are into a new um, place as we get older and maybe some of our cognitive abilities are decreasing. Maybe some of our physical abilities are decreasing. But the different strengths that we have as we get older, we want to utilize that. We want to embrace them. And um, the thing is, is being able to recognize what's changing and how I want to have my life look with those different strengths going forward. 
Yeah, I, I know I have seen this with some folks in, in the legal profession where maybe they've been a law firm owner for some time and then they're kind of transitioning into being a coach or being a consultant for other law firm owners or maybe starting a business that supports uh, the legal industry somehow. That can be a great way to kind of phase into retirement in kind of a different way, you know, maybe not retirement in the traditional sense, but as you mentioned, your, your second act or your second half. Right, um, right. Yeah, very cool stuff. And then another struggle that I think people really uh, struggle with, the um, one of the largest ones, is social um, isolation. Mm. So I'm used to going to a, a law office every day and seeing the people that work with me, and I know the judges or whatever their life looks like. But when they retire, they don't have that pattern. They don't have those activities. Yeah. So we've got to figure out how to replace and not be so socially isolated, replace the people in our lives, or make sure that you make an effort to build new relationships with people. What are some ways that that we can do that? Uh, have you that you've noticed or, or have been successful with some of the people you've worked with? Absolutely. So you know, it's about community too. So finding that right community is important. I have um, an amazing client that left his position and was at home a lot. And he said, you know what? I want to do something fun. So we started playing pickleball. And then the people that he was playing pickleball with became his friends. And then it opened up opportunities for him to do some consulting and mentoring for the people in his industry. So really, it's just having a direction start off with to to find those people and maybe sometimes it takes um making a choice about where you live because where you live has a a huge impact on where your friends and social connections are and who you want to be connected to yeah pickleball i'm glad you mentioned that one (laughs) (laughs) i actually started playing pickleball with my mom and uh, that's been a lot of fun. Of course, I'm I'm not very good at it yet. Um, I get schooled all the time. We, we both did. We'll play together, and um, it's 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 a great activity. And we've done it, and and there's a whole group of people, and they all know each other, and and so that's that's a great idea. It's a great way you could kind of get out there in the community and and meet some folks. Right. And of course, you know, the one of the biggest industries that is up and coming is the 55 plus communities where they actually all move and live with each other. And they're now building communities where that it's multi-dimensional. So it's not only places for an older um couple or a person, but they also have young families there too, so they can intermingle with each other in uh, common areas. So it's really cool. Yeah. Fascinating. Now I'm curious, are there, do you have a story you can tell us uh, um, of someone you've worked with, obviously protecting their anonymity, but what's your greatest success story of someone who was coming close to retirement, confused, not having any idea how to you know, how to think about it and approach it and how did you help them and what was the outcome in that? Okay, so I I think in um, 
immediately one of my clients was still working and she was afraid of retirement for many reasons. But one of her biggest concerns was, I'm going to be at home with my husband all day long. What am I going to do? <laughs> so uh, sometimes it is about relationship and it's about making sure that where you're moving, where you're going to, where you're transitioning to is also equally as enjoyable and fun. And so there's ways in which to prepare your relationship for things coming up in the future. And which is what she did. She um, actually made a, a conscious choice to work on her relationship before she actually uh, decided to retire because that was her biggest concern. But how did did I help her? We talked through what was the problem? What was the concern that she had? Where could she find the support or the answers that she was looking for? Sometimes a coach um, asks a lot of questions and we don't really give advice. And that's what's so beautiful about coaching is that I'm asking people what's important to them, not telling them what's important based upon my life. Mm-hmm. So they come up with their own answers. Yeah, you're just kind of guiding them through that process mm-hmm. of discovering and digging deep. Mm-hmm. Now, Denise, as you've been working with people um, <clears throat> on their retirement uh, vision, how has your concept of retirement changed or what big things have you learned in working with people? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I What I've learned is that so many struggle in privacy we don't really talk about it we take this struggle and we're either embarrassed or ashamed of what we're going through because this is supposed to be the most wonderful time of our lives and people find themselves um, frustrated and wishing that they were back at work So there are times when people do need to go back and find something else to do, but it might not be where they came from. So helping people decide what's next and what's the logical path so that what they want to accomplish is all part of the activities that they do. Yeah, that sounds great. Now, are there other transitions that people struggle with other than retirement like perhaps somewhere else, midlife. We hear often about the midlife crisis. Um, <laughs> how do you are, do you help people through other types of transitions? And tell us a little bit about that. So transitions can be many things, especially at this time in life, whether it be a 50-year-old or a 70-year-old. So um, 50-year-olds go through empty nesting or uh, not having their children around or then having grandchildren as opposed to children. So there's a a lot of changes that happen in families. Um, But transitions are one of the mistakes that people make when they go to retirement is not thinking of it as I've got to let something go in order to get to where I want to go. So a transition is not like a change because transition means that I'm moving from a place and not going back. Sort of like the story of a butterfly. You know, the butterfly goes through the process of changing their bodies and reforming themselves, and then they become a flying animal as opposed to a crawling animal. So, But they're never going to go back. 
speaking with us. Um, I want to help people go through that letting go and the messy middle is the uh, challenge. Is In the messy middle, we don't have the answers. It's the unknown. But the funny thing about the unknown is we all live with that every day of our lives. We just don't realize how much we are um, not aware of and of all of the uncertainties in life. This time of life just brings it up so clearly that I've got so many unknowns. Yeah, I, that's a great point. You know, we, we go through these these uh, moments in life. Retirement is probably one of the biggest ones where we're questioning, you know, who are we and what are we really doing here? <laughs> and so, you know, these kind of questions are important to ask anytime, I mean, not just at retirement, but, um, you know, as we go throughout life's journey, I think. Um, what's kind of the the ideal time frame when someone needs to start maybe engaging with someone like you to start thinking about what they want to do in retirement? Oh, that's a great question. Sometimes people wait till after they retire, and that might be, you know, what they don't have to do. That's what I would like to propose that people think through this lifestyle plan before they actually go to retirement. How beneficial would it be in even making a, a financial plan to know where I want to end up? What activities do I want to be doing? Amen. <laughs> that, that, you know, do I want to move to Italy or do I want to move to the condo down the street? I don't know. So it makes a huge difference um, with the lifestyle plan first. And then you can know um, exactly what the requirements will be for finances. And Denise, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that is so integral to the work I do with clients. We probably don't do nearly the extent of the work that you do, but we we definitely begin with asking some of those questions. You know, what do you want your life to look like in retirement? And you know, where is all of this heading? Because that really does, it informs how much money you're going to be spending. If I want to retire to a villa in France, I'm going to need a lot more money perhaps than if I'm just going to, you know, go to a cabin in the woods somewhere and live off the land. You know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of, there's a whole variety of things. And this is what I find so exciting and thrilling about retirement is there are so many options. Um, there are. Yeah. And I love to give people permission to dream. Dream outside of the box. Think of things that maybe you've never thought of before. Because if they had uh, thought of this before, they would have a clear path. But now we're stuck. And so when you get stuck, in order to get unstuck, it really means I need to gather more information by being curious being more creative, thinking about what's possible. So I help people with creating stories, understanding where their story is right now. We all live by the stories that we're telling ourselves every minute of every day. But now with the story, we understand what your story is right now and we question and we get curious about what is possible. Yeah, yeah. and. It's so important to sit back and, and take a moment to reflect on those things because I think we get so often so tied up in our work and so busy, we forget to actually 
sit back and think, you know, what is all of this really for? You know, what am I doing all of this for? Where is this heading? You know, and that sort of thing. You were lucky in that you had kind of an aha moment where you're like, okay, something needs to change here. <laughs> but some people may not have that. And, and so hopefully this is a, a good reminder for anyone who's listening to, you know, kind of take stock and reevaluate and, and think, what do I really want out of life? Um, yeah, you know, retirement has changed so much. Um, people were not really having these conversations, I don't think, to this level, maybe 50 years ago. I, maybe you agree with that. Um, where is retirement heading in the future? You know, where is all of this going? Is this, um, what are some of the trends that you see? And and where will where will we be in terms of retirement planning 50 years from now? Wow. Okay, so here's a good trend, is that I do believe that people, as they're moving to retirement, they're looking for something more purposeful to be doing with the rest of their lives. I think before it's more acceptable to be laid back and uh, and not be doing anything other than my honey-do list, and that sometimes gets old. But we've been um, moving towards a group of people, many people, that are finding ways that they can make a difference in other people's lives. And that that's how, when we focus on uh, something that's doing, that I'm going to do that's meaningful for making a difference in the world, that makes uh, all calling towards this time even better. Wow. I love that thinking about how you can make a difference in mm-hmm. other people's lives. Mm-hmm. That's very motivational. I have one more question for you, Denise. Uh, you know, and, and we're, we're, I've changed up this question. I used to ask all my guests what their ideal retirement vision is. And I, 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 I'm changing it. The question is now, what is your millionaire motivation? Because the name of the podcast is The Lawyer Millionaire. And what I mean by that is, what are what are your bigger life purposes that you are working towards and where do you see yourself going no it's interesting because um i'm not looking to become a millionaire again i've already done that been there so my my joy in life is to see the aha on somebody's face and to me that's worth a million dollars it gives me chill bucks to think about how when people realize that gaining rewards and money and accolades and all of that stuff was great at the beginning or at the first half of our lives. Now let's do it in a different way that makes us feel really good about who we are and what we're actually doing. So that's That's my advice. I love it. I love it. Great stuff. Well, Denise, um, any other practical tips or or what's a, a big key idea that you really want our listeners to take away from today's episode? Now, what I always start with is having people look at all of the different areas of your life. So I work with what we call the wheel of life, which includes about 10 different areas. So finances is one of them. Um, But there's other areas that I think it's important for people to look through, and that is what is your health? What what do you need to do with your body in order to be as strong as you choose to be? 
What kind of support do you need in that? And what plans do you have for doing that? Our mental health is also really important. And that comes from, you know, how do we feel about what we're doing and our relationships and things like that. So that's another part of the wheel of life that's really important. Um, Romance and social activities, you know, all of those things need to be considered in order to have this balanced life. So as you can imagine, if on the wheel, you've got areas that are not quite as um, where you'd like them to be in your level of satisfaction, then I help people say, well, what are we going to do about that? What's your choice about that? And so we look at the wheel and all of the different areas of life and I say, look at these and decide which one is important for you to work on now which one is it that you're satisfied with and i'm putting the big check so yeah great advice life is short and we should be living you know if, if something is area of our life is is not how we want it to be we should make a change thank you so much denise for sharing all of this wisdom with us if people want to learn more about you where can they go? Well, so my name is Denise Henry, and my website is denisehenry.com. And my email address is denise at denisehenry.com. It's pretty simple. But you can name it Denise Henry. I love it. I love yeah. it. Makes it easy. Fantastic. Well, thanks again. And thank you, the listener, for joining us. That brings us, unfortunately, to the end of another exciting episode. I hope you've learned a lot today. I certainly have. And before we say goodbye, I want to remind you to please follow and subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss another compelling episode like this one. Your feedback drives us, so please leave a review if you enjoyed today's show. It truly does help. Now that you have some great tips and insights from Denise, feel free to continue your financial learning journey. We invite you to visit our website, thelawyermillionaire.com, where you'll find a wealth of resources designed to help you craft your financial future. Thank you for joining us on the Lawyer Millionaire podcast. Remember, in matters of wealth and retirement, by taking the right steps today, you can create the tomorrow you want. I'm your host, Darren Wirtz, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening to the Lawyer Millionaire. Click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. This content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. This content is not intended to represent investing or tax advice. Always seek the advice of a qualified investment or tax advisor with any questions you may have regarding your own financial circumstances.